peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet, what's good? As a Christian, one thing that scares me a lot, and sometimes I don't think people realize how much this scares me, is pride. My my humility is not a, a false, forced act of humility. It truly is some, something that weighs on my mind very heavily. I always think to myself when I'm doing something, what is my reasoning for doing this? Why am I acting this out? Do I think that I'm something above someone else? That honestly does scare me because I understand what pride does to a person, how pride can affect a person. I'm not talking about the pride in the sense that you take pride in what you do, right? Like you do your job honorably. You make sure you do the best job you possibly can. If you're writing a term paper or an essay or anything like that, you do the best possible job you can because you want your work to be a work very presentable. I'm talking about pride in a sense that I think I'm something. I think I know something above other people or that. I am somehow higher than other people. I really, that thought really scares me. I've seen where that thought leads and where it gets people. And in my opinion, it is not done very good to the people I see in those positions. So I honestly, like I said, I try my best to keep a very, humble outlook of myself and that's not an act i know i truly know that i am nothing i don't have any grand knowledge or wisdom above other people i don't know anything deep i'm a very feeble-minded guy and that's again that for me that's being realistic me recognizing who i am before god I'm thankful that God saved me. I'm thankful that God enlightens me with the with the with the knowledge that he's imparted to me. But it's not because I'm some kind of great dude or some kind of super knowledgeable dude. Again, I am simple. I am super simple. And I think that this is a a very I wouldn't say a hard topic to understand, but I think it's uh it sometimes can be a hard topic or a hard principle to apply when the dangers are not understood. So let's get to this. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8, to give you a context, 
So the Apostle Paul is dealing with the, the issue of meat offered to idols. And there's some that understand that the idol is nothing. And they eat the meat knowing that that idol doesn't mean anything. And there's some amongst the Corinthians who don't have that knowledge. They don't have that understanding. And their their conscience won't allow them to eat that meat offered to idols because in their mind, they're doing wrong before God. Now, what, what the Apostle Paul is trying to instruct is for you people, for the crowd who understands that this idol is nothing, it's just an inanimate object. It is nothing in and of itself. And you can eat whatever you want to eat, whether the meat was offered to idols or not. What he's explaining to them is if I know I have a brother or sister in Christ who is offended by this, I just won't eat while they're around. I won't eat it. It's not going to hurt me right out of out of love toward them. And so I don't offend their weak conscience. I'll just abstain. It's not going to kill me. So now let's with that context, let's get to verse uh, one and two is what I want to touch on. Now, as touching things offered unto idols, we know uh, we know that we all have knowledge Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. And if any man think he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. So there is a warning there to the know-it-alls. And I'm, I'm telling you, humility is a check against pride for me because I'm prone to be a know-it-all. I'm an information junkie. There's there's things that I I like to know. There's things that I like to look into. And because of that. People who people who have the disposition that I have information junkies, people who look into a lot of things are prone to approach situations and to approach other people in discussions as though they know nothing. And I'm, I'm, I've not been perfect in checking this, but I knew after I got saved that this was something that had to be nipped in the bud because this was going to get me in trouble. So I, I know now practicing this for so long, now it's, it's almost become a reflex. Like if, if somebody says, oh man, you know a lot now I'm not self-deprecating. Right. Like I'm, I'm not I'm not. I'm not speaking negatively of myself as though I'm down on myself, but I always check that like, hey, man, I don't I don't know anything uh, because there is a lot I don't know. And the one thing about pride that gets a lot of people is when you think, you know, something just as this verse says. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know when you think you have such a clear understanding of something that nobody else has and you are just it and you have this knowledge that's that's above and beyond other people you are in a dangerous position and i understand that now that's not to say that you you can't have knowledge of something that is a settled fact that's not what i'm saying 
But sometimes, like for instance, there is there is theological things that I have a somewhat decent to limited grasp on. Not things that are of dire importance, right? But just some doctrinal things that I have a decent grasp on. And a lot of times I don't necessarily cover or go over those things because I'm like, man, I don't, I don't really understand this, you know, in depth. I don't, I mean, I I have a limited knowledge or grasp of this, but I don't want to sell this idea. Like I'm some kind of master at this topic. And a lot of people make that mistake, but some things that were mentioned in these verses It says now as touching things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. So a lot of times I like to look up words, not because, you know, anybody's stupid or dumb and doesn't know the meaning of the word. But sometimes we lose a complete meaning of something by not understanding the complete meaning of the word. Like we know how to use a word. There's a lot of people, including me, there's words I know how to use, but oftentimes when saying or writing something, I'll go look the word up because I'm like, I know how to use this, but I don't understand this word fully. So let me make sure I'm using it in its proper context. But looking up the word knowledge, a clear and certain perception of that which exists or of truth and fact, the perception of the connection and agreement or disagreement and repugnancy of our ideas, learning, illumination of the mind, cognizance, notice, information. And another word in there. That now this is not a word that's commonly used today. Um, I, I, I like using the King James Bible. I'm not saying you have to use the King James Bible. I like using the King James Bible because there's a lot of old English words that are synonymous with other words that are not necessarily used today. But these words carry a, a broader scope. There's there's they're more encompassing than their synonymous words. So the word charity is synonymous with love, but charity carries a little more than the word love. And that when you use love, that's more that's more closely associated with the emotion of love. But charity in general, in a general sense, love, benevolence goodwill, that disposition of heart, which inclines men to think favorably of their fellow man and to do them good. So that word charity, it implies love in action. So this is not just, oh, I love this guy. This is that love being shown, that love being proven, that love being worked out. Something that we can see proof of that love. So the Bible says knowledge puffeth up. Knowledge, people get knowledge. Like I said, I'm an information junkie and you start to think you something. You think you think you arrived. 
You think you've you've come up to something that nobody else has. That's a dangerous position to be in. And the book of Galatians chapter six. Galatians chapter six, verse one and two. Get there, my Bible. Or one through three. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if any man think himself to be something, he is nothing. He deceiveth himself. The, I can speak from experience. Falling into an issue with sin, having a problem with sin. One of the one of the most discouraging things as a believer in that moment is people who would believers, especially namely who would attack you versus help you, who would rail on you versus provide you with some help spiritually, try to lift you up, try to encourage you with the word, try to pray for you. When, oftentimes, especially, I mean, just just keeping it real. And and those of you who you know have been saved for any length of time, you know, we're all prone to see somebody do something wrong. And the first thing in your mind is, I can't believe they did X, Y and Z. But listen to what the Bible says. It says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual. Right. So the people who are walking with God. Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. When I see something go wrong in somebody's life, the first thought I think to myself is, God, how do I stay away from this? Because it will be just as easy for me to fall into this position. And what help can I offer this person? Help me to be of some kind of help to them. And I think most people in this day and age, is, but and it's, it's funny, you would think that believers wouldn't be this way. But I, I think sometimes believers are amongst the worst when it comes to not being helpful when a person falls to something, when a person has a problem with sin. I've 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 done my diligence and I do my best and I pray that God help, helps me to stay away from having that attitude because, like I said, when I see something go wrong in somebody else's life, my first thought is that easily could be me. And I have firsthand experience to know that that easily could be me. I am nothing. I am nobody. And he says it here, he said, for if any man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. If you think you are so right with God that you could never make that, never make that mistake. I can never fall like he did. I could never do this. You are in a bad position. 
If that's what you think, you are in a bad position. You definitely need to humble yourself before God. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, and verse 18, this is one of my favorite verses. And I'll tell you right now, this verse is forever present in my mind. There's some verses in the Bible and this. And so this is the beauty of getting in the Bible, memorizing verses and understanding things is because this verse, when I tell you this verse is forever on my mind, that's not a joke. That's not me being facetious. I'm not I'm not I'm not fronting. This verse is forever on my mind. to it so proverbs 16 18 pride goeth before destruction and an haughty spirit before a fall the the word pride i know you may already know the meaning but like i said sometimes we use we use words understanding how to use the word but not really understanding the full meaning. To value oneself, to gratify self-esteem. And the word haughty, which is old English word, not really used much nowadays. Proud and disdainful, high opinion of oneself with some contempt for others. Lofty, arrogant, supercilious. One of the easiest, and this is funny. I've I've seen not funny in the, in the laughing sense, but funny in the sense that it's kind of ironic how this works out. I have found in my life that the people who are very quick to jump on another person when they fall to a certain sin or they have issues in their life normally fall to the same thing they rail on and ridicule that person for. God's word is true. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And a verse after, I should have read that verse too. Better is it to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. I want to make sure as I'm going through life that I don't think that I have arrived. Like I am somehow better than somebody else in some regard. I am no better than anybody else. I don't have some ultimate knowledge over other people. I try my best not to allow the things I learn to to give me this false perception of high mindedness, this false perception of pride within myself. All glory, all praise and all honor belongs to God and God alone, not me 
or any other man walking on this earth. Stay frosty, people. <laughs>